picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes a bigger story is not always told. We are a monthly program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. Hello and welcome to another edition of AllMonster.com on Tracks Beyond the Lens. This week we will be talking about the long jump competition and its effects on the monster truck industry, past, present, and future. I want to bring in today Ed Horman from O'Fallon, Missouri, near the home of Bigfoot, as well as Josh Rhodes, who is a hop, skip, and a jump away from Jack Wilman, Fred Schaefer, and the rest of the Illinois boys of the old school days. He isn't from Ramsey, Illinois. Now, guys, we have... Uh, quite a bit to talk about with this long jump competition, especially recently with Joe Sylvester's record-breaking jump. It wasn't without controversy. It wasn't without a lot of uh, fanfare and uh, one heck of a jump in a practice. So uh, let's start off with him. What do you guys think of that jump? What are your thoughts on what it will do for the future of the long jump? Honestly, when I first saw his practice jump, I thought he was out of his mind. Uh, widen his truck up the way that he did but I give him mate mad respect for coming back out and being able to do it albeit it's not official just yet so we don't really know if it's true or what Josh you have seen the video so you could tell us a little bit more when you start talking here uh, I got good respect for him, Joey did and everything like that I myself Bigfoot's even said it I know they're coming back out and they're going to try to break the record if it becomes official from Guinness uh and stuff like that. So we will be seeing Bigfoot do that, and who knows what they, who knows who's going to be doing it from their camp, how they're going to do it, and so on and so forth like that. Uh, I, th- I think that the, really this jump, that the long jump competition could be incorporated into the Monster Jam field a little bit. Some of the bigger arenas, you know, you you bring, you might select four or five trucks to come out before instead of a wheelie competition to a long jump competition and then go to racing and freestyle and so on and like that. Um, I don't. I know some people that probably won't like that idea or think it's dumb, but I think it could possibly be going towards that eventually into the future. Well, I did see the uh, the Joseph Esther jump. I paid my $13, like a lot of people probably already did that are in the monster truck community, to see Joe try and uh, break that 202 feet that Bigfoot set. And the first time that he did it, it was the smoothest-looking jump it was awesome to watch, and I thought he broke the record then because to me, on the first jump, it actually looked like he went farther. But uh, it was actually the second jump that he broke the record, and he took a wicked little hit off the bottom of the ramp, got it up on two wheels a little bit, and decided to go be a lumberjack, I guess, and tear down some trees. But uh, Joe did a good job out there, and congratulations to him for breaking that record. But as far as what you were saying, Ed, about maybe bringing the long jump in as a competition in Monster Jam, that could be a big thing because, you know, smaller shows have wheelie contests to start off the show. What do we have in big shows to start off? Qualifying. A little bit of a freestyle-type uh, event to start off the show in Monster Jam and the big domes might be some, something that they should look into. Well, it's an interesting thought. Uh, I don't know... I think there's two ways that you can look at a long jump competition being the start of, let's just say, a monster jam in a big arena. Uh, I think that it would be really disappointing if, you know, Anderson mints one of the big guns that's uh, your headliner at a big arena, you know, big stadium show. I think it'd be pretty disappointing if they broke and couldn't continue. 
because they took a bad landing from a long jump. Uh, we've seen it with uh, some Chris Arell shows, some other other shows at bigger stadiums where they will have uh, a long jump competition to start the deal. Um, you know, if your truck's right and if you, you hit it right, uh, you can bust out a pretty big jump and continue on your way. We've even seen it at Charlotte now that I think of it at the back-to-school bash uh, that Rich Schaefer puts on. Um, there's, there's a lot of risk involved, though, as we saw with Joe Sylvester's practice jump. Um, I, think, I think that you would have to scale down the ramp. I don't think that anybody would try to jump 200 feet. Uh, you know, it, it would be an interesting way to start, but I think it has to have some limits to it uh, as far as how big the ramp is and how hard the guys go, frankly, because you have to save your truck for freestyle. That's, that's the money maker. Uh, racing is pretty well down. Yes, you can crash and be done for the night in racing, but, uh, you know, crews are great and everything, but, if you know, if you take one big bonsai jump similar to what you would in a freestyle, it's possible you break everything for the night and be done. So there are a couple of factors to consider there, uh, you know, if you want to be around for freestyle at the end of the night. That's true, but when I the when I suggested that, I, I probably should have said also, you know, they're not going to try to go out uh, and break the world the record each time they go out. You know, give them a certain distance, may, not even close to being 200 feet, maybe so many feet out and doing it like that you know you don't want the guys like you're saying to go out and breaking their truck first thing out and not being able to race or freestyle for the event yeah exactly and uh at a lot of places when you do a layout for a track if you're an event director or or whatever what have you whoever designs the track they like to leave twice to three times as much shutdown area as you have for a launch so you know if a jump is is a is a 30 foot, foot type deal you need 90 feet afterwards to shut down you know, to get everything uh, under control so that it's a safe, uh, clean show. Um, I don't think that it, it's been uh, done a lot. I think it's been cool when it's been done, uh, if it's done under the right circumstances. Um, but, you know, I, I like the idea of mixing it up. I like the idea of bringing something new in. And uh, we have the technology now to where I don't think – if uh, if every truck say busted out a ninety foot, a hundred foot jump, I think everybody'd be just fine with that and uh, not really have many problems. One thing I'd like to bring up, though, speaking of the long jump competition and all that, is as far as Monster Jam goes, they they could be missing out on a big opportunity right here with the sponsorship on the U.S. Air Force Afterburner. If any truck needs to go out there or at least needs to try and attempt this long jump record. It should be the U.S. Air Force afterburner with Damon behind the wheel. They could have a – with as much money as they got behind that organization, they could put a lot of press into that. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, a few few years back on New Year's, uh, was it Robbie Madison uh, did a long jump on a, bike, on a, on a motorcycle. And uh, obviously that was on ESPN. That was a big deal. Uh, even a couple of years ago, Travis Pastrana doing a jump in a rally car. Uh, you know, the, all of those things got publicity, and uh, there's a division in monster trucks of, as to whether it's, you know, is this just a stunt? Is this just a, you know, publicity thing? Uh, we want legitimacy, but we also want publicity. So sometimes it's tough to straddle that line, I think. And uh, I honestly think that you're onto something there. Uh, you know, I'd love to see, you know, the Andersons, the Bradshaws, the, the guys that have a lot of nerve in the sport go out there and try to do a long jump. But, you know, again, there's a factor of uh, are you going to wad a $250,000 truck up just to uh, just to do it or are you going to be 
getting some publicity, some stuff off of this. It's, it was one thing to jump and smash a pumpkin. It's another thing to try to break a record or, or do something with a huge risk factor in it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, one of the names I like to see really try doing it since we're throwing names is uh, Tom Mintz. We all know that he's getting a new piece. Maybe his old piece is sitting around and collecting dust. Maybe you just go out there with that old one and give her one last go. <laughs> I doubt anything that Tom Scott's going to sit around and collect dust for long with his reputation, but uh, <laughs> you, you do make a good point, you know, that Tom's definitely one of the guys that, you know, he's actually even tried it before uh, with some spectacular results. Uh, not necessarily what he wanted. He flipped end over end. It was one of the most violent crashes I've seen, you know, which sort of speaks to my point that, uh, you know, if you, if you do it, there's a big risk factor. You could wad, wad your piece up or, uh, you know, you could soar into the record books. It's, it's a cool, exciting thing to watch because you don't know what's going to happen. It's not as predictable. Um, but at the same time, there's a, there's a high risk factor involved. So, uh, you know, it's a double-edged sword for sure. I, I think Tom would, uh, would do a good job, but I don't know if his truck is the kind of truck that you would want to uh, to do the long jump. I think I think you have to set a truck up a specific way, similar to what he did for the backflip. If you're going to talk about that, though, Robbie, Joe Sylvester's truck really is not set up to do that either, and look what he did. Yeah, I would agree. There's there's uh, there's some stability issues there. You know, if it's too bouncy, then you're going to be in trouble when you land. If it's not bouncy enough, then you know you could not have the, the spring, the rebound off of the hill to uh, make a big jump. So it's all in the setup. I don't know if anybody's really taken a whole, whole heck of a lot of time to do it. I'm pretty sure Sylvester mentioned it. I can't speak to Runte's old, uh, well, still long jump record, but, uh, you know, if Sylvester breaks it, it's the record. Um, I don't know if I can speak to uh, what Runte did there either. I don't know if there's been a lot of talk or a lot of doing as far as setting up for a long jump. Yeah. If we go back to, uh, you know, the mid-90s, there was a long jump competition that was televised, pay-per-view type deal. Uh, Kyle Petty was one of the announcers for it. You know, Dennis Anderson, uh, I believe Runte was in it, uh, Bigfoot. You know, about 10 trucks showed up, and uh, it was a pretty cool deal. We haven't seen something like that in a long time. So I don't know if that's viable for the future. What do you guys think? I guess it could it couldn't. It's just one of those things, 50-50. I'm kind of split on that right now. Well, if you're going to do something like that, it would have to be like, say, the, uh, say the Houston show that they've had, the Houston Thrill Show or whatever. They'd have to have a, maybe a wheelie contest to go along with it, as well as the long jump, a freestyle comp contest, maybe obstacle course to go with it, something else to add to the show. Definitely. And, uh, you know, people are talking about having trucks, and, and you're even seeing, like, in Australia uh, – if you're talking stunts, if you're talking things that are that are special, we're even starting to see purpose-built trucks that that are made to do a backflip or are made to do this or that. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to see somebody have a truck that can take a huge jump and try to break a record with it. That would cause, uh, I think, a lot of polarization with it. You know, what's defined as a normal monster truck anymore? Well. We're going to see, but for a long jump, you know, I, I think maybe we've just scratched the surface as far as setups and things. You know, we've seen it, seen records broken in, in motocross, supercross for years now because people have, have gone as far as getting, you know, um, those engineers and physicists, those type of, th that type of thing where if you really study a jump and say, okay, this jump's going to be at this angle and 
and this could be the result, wind resistance, uh, setup, all those things playing a factor. I think that if somebody really sat down and put pen to paper or a computer to calculator, you could come up with something really cool and not just break the record but shatter it. Okay, here's a question for you guys. What do you think the next distance is going to be? That if Joe, if Joey's becomes true, what do you think the next distance to beat after that's going to be? Probably about 230, 35 feet, somewhere around in there, I would say. I, I think that uh, I think it depends on the ramp. You know, it, as we saw, like I said, with uh, with Sylvester's practice jump, he actually cut the ramp down and changed the throttle rhythm up a little bit, which produce the desired result i think with any of that stuff you have to have a baseline you have to say okay this is the record for a 35 foot ramp or a ramp with this angle because otherwise you're going to have somebody hit hit a long jump record with some huge ramp and a, a huge launch ramp a huge landing ramp or you know is that the same as somebody that has a smaller ramp and just goes bigger you know, there there needs to be some sort of uh, baselines for this stuff. I think I, I would say, yeah, you know, maybe two thirty or something like that. Uh, if we're getting into to where it's just going to be, okay, Bigfoot jumps two hundred nine feet, and then Sylvester jumps two hundred twelve feet. Uh, that's good for competition, but it's kind of like, okay, well, did the wind just blow a foot today, or or what? You know, uh, I, I would say they they need to. Uh, get you about that 230 mark. All right, so here's another question I'll throw out there. Do you look at Joey's jump and Dan's jump as the same record? No, absolutely not. To me, it's always been Dan Rente's jump that has really set the bar as far as Monster Truck long jump records go. And I know the ramp that he hit wasn't specifically designed to fly him 202 feet, but it was still one of the wickedest and wildest jumps that we have ever seen in monster truck racing. And the, the jump Joey did was purposely built and set up for the record. He had a big, long landing ramp. And no offense to Joe Sylvester, but if he would have hit the ramp that Dan Runty did, that truck would have done a lot more than what it did in practice. Yeah, I think, I think you're saying that there's a lot of potential there, and I would tend to agree with you. It just depends on... Again, there's a big risk factor. A guy like Sylvester that's an independent, I, I tip my hat to him regardless of uh, the opinion. You know, it polarizes people. Some people say this is good for the sport. Some people say this is bad for the sport. I personally tip my hat to him Hat to him on the basis of he doesn't have a whole heck of a lot of money to play around with, and he was still willing to put his truck and his body on the line, uh, you know, to break a record. And I think that's admirable. I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, – a lot of nerves involved there. I'm not sure I'd like to strap in and, and try to jump a 10,000-pound truck 200-plus feet. Uh, but there's potential. If somebody wants to go out there and build a ramp and get behind the wheel and nail that sucker, uh, I think that we've just scratched the surface. I think there's some more. There will be more jumps in the future, as that alluded to. Um, I don't think we've seen the last of this. I don't know how far it can go, but I'm interested to see what's going to happen in the future. I'm agree with Robbie. I'm very interested to see where this is going. Bigfoot stated, if this is confirmed that Joey's jump is, which all signs point to, it more than likely will be, which congratulations to Joey Sylvester and everything like that. Um, I'm really going to be, I'm really excited to see what Bigfoot has in mind for this jump because as Josh did it definitely alluded to, Dan's original jump was not for distance. He was just trying to clear the 747 
or whatever plane that was and just clear the plane not go for a long jump distance at all and it was uh, a speed bump compared to what uh, Sylvester's ramp was in my mind so uh, to answer my own question, I don't think of those records being the same at all. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of baseline. You know, it's it's one thing to say, okay, I backflipped a monster truck. You know, you don't really care what ramp it is as long as you backflip the thing. Uh, it's quite another thing to uh, try to compare apples to oranges with, you know, say a 50-foot ramp with a landing ramp and a, uh, you know, a 100-foot ramp with no landing ramp. You know, there's there needs to be a baseline there, I think. You know, there needs to be some sort of thing, regulation for it. Otherwise, people are just going to build huge ramps or build huge landing ramps and uh, call it a record. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed our discussion of the long jump issue, we'll call it, in Monster Trucks. If you have any ideas for AllMonster.com on track or beyond the lens, feel free to hit us up on Facebook. Type in the search bar AllMonster.com on track and hit us up there. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel as well where we have favorited some videos of the long jump competitions from years past. You can go to youtube.com backslash all monster videos for that. We thank you for listening and enjoy. Until next time, for Ed Horman, Josh Rhodes, I'm Robbie Hot. We'll see you next time. We would like to thank allmonster.com sponsor Storm Damage Monster Truck Racing for their great support throughout the 2010 season. Head on over to www.stormdamageracing.com for information on the Storm Damage Monster Truck as well as its teammate truck, Hurricane Force. Be sure to follow the website of the three-time Monster Jam World Finalist, Carl Van Horn, at www.carlvanhorn.com. You'll see updates from Carl himself as well as the all-monster staff. Be sure to check out charliepocken.com, home of the 2010 Monster Jam World Finals Freestyle Champion. And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time and thank you.